You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Molly McGrath. And Molly, uh, since the late 90s, has coached, consulted, and directed presidents and founders of national organizations and over 4,000 law firms in executive-level leadership, continuous improvement, and team empowerment initiatives to infiltrate new markets leveraging partner ecosystems, and producing profitability. Molly has 23 years of specific skill set experience in legal CMO marketing, factional CEO, conversation intelligence coaching, team development and empowerment, entrepreneur talent acquisition, Kaizen leadership, root cause analysis, revenue mapping, and action-based project management. Now, Startup Nation, if most of that language and phrasing just went over your head, it's okay, right? She's got a specific skill set. Um, however, the principles of success in business are the same. Uh, really, depending, it doesn't matter what kind of business you're working on. It's like there's a certain set of principles that lead to success. So Molly's going to uh, share with us what's been successful for her in her business. What are those principles she's followed? What are specific strategies that you can use, Startup Nation, uh, to cross over the 100K mark finally this year in 2022? I mean, we're in a new world right now. And where there's new problems, there's new possibilities. Can you profit off of these possibilities? I believe you can. I know I am. Molly's probably doing it. All right. So we just want to uh, stand for you and inspire you to keep going, but then give you specific tools to help you. Because if you have the right tool for the right job, you normally get the right results. So that's what we're looking to do today. So you can find Molly at hiringandempowering.com. Hiringandempowering.com. Molly McGrath, welcome to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and just quickly fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, so excited to be here. And for your listeners, I just say that, you know, fill it parts that I would fill into the intro are a few things. Number one, I dropped out of college and did not finish college. 
Um, and I was in my late 20s, kind of having a spiritual crisis, if you will, kind of figuring out what I wanted to do and took a road trip cross country from New York. I'm one of six and never left home. Nobody ever left my hometown of Buffalo, New York. And um, I don't know, I just felt like there was a, a, a rumble inside of me and took took off cross country, went on a road trip for six weeks, figure out what I wanted and landed in Denver, Colorado, and never left. I've been here for 27 years. And um, wow. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think for listeners, for anyone that's listening, I don't know, a big um, kind of what I had was that I was never going to be successful or always be an employee, so to speak, because I did not finish my college education. We all have proof that's head trash, you know, with Tony Robbins and many other successful entrepreneurs that have not, uh, some even that dropped out of high school. So I just want to put that out there. I was not a born entrepreneur, if you will. I sort of fell into it based on following my passion and through their built a business. And I'll share with you all today what got me to my first 100K. Okay, excellent. Thanks for filling in those gaps. And Startup Nation, small little reminder there, it's not where you come from that matters. You don't get to choose your family. You don't get to choose the town you, you grow up in. But you, you do get to choose your destination and your mm-hmm. destiny, right? Like, where are you headed? What do you want in your life? What are you wired to do naturally, right? And to listen to those callings. Now, those callings led Molly to Denver, Colorado, where she never left. Now, Molly, I'm curious. What was in Denver that was just so riveting that you're like, I need to stay here for 20-something years? Uh, Well, you know, what was in Denver is I had a girlfriend who lived here. And um, back then you answered jobs in the classified in the old fashioned paper. And like, all right, I'm going to get a job and see if I want to stay here, what I want to do, etc. And my first job that I got, I so grateful and thankful that it turned into leading me to the career that I have right now. Uh, They're phenomenal culture, amazing leaders. The employees that work there, we were all just had a team centric bond from the first day of me working there. And I think it's really, really important for people that are building, whether you have 1099 independent contractors, one employee or 100 employees that you create a culture that inspires people and provides them for growth. I you know, I, I heard this definition. I really resonated with me at the beginning of the pandemic that if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, if you are self-employed solopreneur, whatever term resonates with you, it's our duty in our job description, if you will, to create an environment to lead people that we employ and that work for us. You know, it's not just about an exchange of services. I give you a paycheck for you doing work for me. As an entrepreneur, kind of the unwritten rule for all of us is to really rise, to level people up. And I really like that definition of that. Yeah, I like that as well. And Startup Nation, that includes your clients, right? Mm -hmm. You're meant to lead them to something greater in themselves, to a a better life, to leveling up their own situation. And if you do that successfully, they want to pay you and keep paying you. It just makes sense. Molly, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Mm. Well, something personal about me that many people don't know is I'm a certified Reiki master. 
Uh, so I do work a lot with energy um, and spent through, went through all the way through the master training for that, which has helped me tremendously in my world. I'm in the personal service industry, industry, professional services. So I can really read people's energy without them even speaking a word and helping them to transform and shift it by the time I'm done with my interaction with them. All right. I, I got to ask, cause I'm just a curious individual. What's my energy right now? <laughs> it's magnetic. <laughs> magnetic. I'm going to take that startup nation. All right. Let's get into Molly's story. Molly, um, how did you make your first 100 K in your existing business? Um, take us back to that time and, uh, you know, tell us that story, paint us a, a very vivid picture. Would you? Indeed. So when I started my business, it was 2008. There were no, social media was not very prominent. Facebook ads, all the different digital and online and paid strategies that we hear about right now. And for me, the way that I made my first 100, which is actually going to take me to my next 100 again and again and again, I have to constantly be reminded to go back to basics. And it was by working with referral sources. I don't like the term referral sources. I don't want to be referred to as a referral source. You don't want to be referred to. So I use the terminology power partners and really locking arms with people that have um, are speaking to the same avatar client that I am and really locking arms with other professionals in my space. And my business coach reminded me just last week when we were talking about, I'm getting ready to launch my third book um, where I'm really getting ready to level up my business significantly. And I came onto the call so hot and heavy and frustrated and aggravated because you know, everywhere I turn, people are like Facebook ads, this funnels, this, you know, all the other kind of um, magic wands that are out there. And she kept reminding me that how I made my first 100 and then some, and it was always about going back to basics. And she talked about how she built her eight figure business and it, it hasn't changed since this day. She spent $0 on advertising, zero no Facebook ads, anything. And she's like, go back to your referral sources, go back to your power partners and create a irresistible offer for them to send you business that you're going to actually, um, for me, I have an online digital program right now that I'm launching and you're going to give them a refer a fee for sending you every client that is so irresistible. They can't help but do it. And so I sent out an email by the end of the day and just said, it's been a while since we connect. Let's set, hop on a Zoom coffee chat. And by the end of the day, I had like 80% of people booking calls with me. It was that simple. It cost me $0 and only my time. So my greatest recommendation is start with the basics. Start with your relationships. All of us are in the business of relationships, period. It does not matter what you're selling. And so often, I think we gloss over because there's so much noise out there um, about all these things that you have to do. My experience, it's no lack of strategy. We all can download a book within 5,000 different books within an hour of different strategies of how to, you know, double your revenue and everything else out there. But at the end of the day, it's just about really paying attention to what is sitting in front of you. Mm. 
What a great reminder, Startup Nation. Go back to the basics, and the basics normally always are your relationships. Who do you know that can help you get to that next step, that place where you want to go? There's somebody that is connected to somebody that's connected to somebody that you want to meet that's going to propel you forward. So who is that person? Who are those people? And can you jump on a Zoom chat with them? Can you, you know, do a quick phone call with them? Uh, meet them for a coffee, you know, down at the coffee shop and just reconnect and don't make it all about you. Like mm. ask them about their lives and really be curious. And then when it's time, say, hey, here's what I'm working on now. You know, would you like to help? Here's what's in it for you. You know, I actually thought about it. I put together an irresistible offer for you, like Molly said. Molly, I'm curious as to um, where's the threshold? Where's the line of an offer that's uh, resistible and an offer that is irresistible? Like, what does that actually look like? Uh, and I, I get it, it. The nuances can be different for each business. But has did your coach give you any guideline on that? Like, when she said, make it, you know, the fee so irresistible, like, how did you know which would be an irresistible number and you were there and you're not giving away all your profit, for example? Yeah. So my program is a monthly fee. And so, and that's what hers is as well. Um, and it's funny because she said to me, all right, well, how much of a referral would you want to get? So full disclosure, my monthly fee is $1,050 for my online program. And she said, okay, you're going to give away the whole first month fee. I'm like, what? That is insanity. Who in the world would do that? And she said, well, you have to remember, here's your goal. You want to generate $150,000 a month with this online program. How much would it cost you in Facebook ads? How much would it, how much headache mm. and heartache would it cost you in managing your, all these other people who don't show up, who, you know, you listed all the frustrations that you have, then you're spending $5,000 a month in spend alone, plus the agency for the ad designer, et cetera. She goes, go pick your top 10 people who sell to other people that you want to sell to. And you're going to give them a thousand dollars. She goes, and that's exactly what I did her program. I'm modeling my coaches, you know, it's easier to edit than create. And uh, so she said, I interviewed all my referral sources. I'm like, Hey, what would be in it for you if I, to send me um, consistent business and vice versa? But she said 200 and they're like, no, uh, 300 and she just went through it and she said it wasn't until she got to the thousand dollar mark where they're like hell yes absolutely I mean you think about it you have a referral source who's sending you 10 new clients a month for an online digital program again not in competition with what they're doing make sure what you do is complimentary for them you're actually helping them because if they have a place to send for me I do employee leadership a lot of my power partners might do marketing to the same avatar client or they do coaching or they do some level of just coaching to the entrepreneur or helping them sell their practice. These are some of my power partners. And so by them having a place to send their employees to get them quote unquote fixed, which I do, then it helps them with retention of their clients. So there is a win-win because if there are other main problems that their ideal client has that they don't do or they can't fix, but they can couple it with somebody else to help them with that, then every time 
their client shows up interacting with them, they're clean, they're clear, they're frustration free. And so in some subconscious way, they're going to think that they supported with that them with that, which they did by sending them to me, another power partner. All right. Startup Nation, I know you're taking notes right now. And if you're not, like press replay, seriously, <laughs> and take some notes because this is, Molly, you're tapping a nuance that very few people talk about in referral you know, relationships and setting up your referral network, et cetera. And you really got into the specifics. And I just want to acknowledge you for sharing uh, the actual numbers because that helps us. That helps us right there when you said, hey, it was a thousand bucks, right? This is what, and I'm giving away my first month. And that makes it attractive. And I agree with you. Like if someone offered me, hey, 200 bucks or whatever, you know, if you refer, I'm like, sorry, I'm busy. It's not worth my time. 700? still not feeling it you know but as soon as it goes into the five figure mark there's something there i mean four figure right so the four figure mark and if you're a high ticket maybe it's even a five figure right that that first month um but yeah that's that's really interesting i'm gonna think about my own coaching practice right now and could i give away my first month uh to my power partners i absolutely could because it's a 12-month program there's no question so that's all profit on the back end, right? So yeah, could I go a month and bring on eight new power partners or 10 new power partners and boom, all of a sudden I skip one month of revenue and then the next month I have 10,000 plus more in revenue? That's a no-brainer situation. It all is right. because you wouldn't have had that revenue yesterday anyways, right? And so it, it, while you're giving up that, I don't look at it as giving up that revenue at that point. For me, I look at what do I gain? All the frustration of trying to drum up, yes. you know, going B to C versus B to B. I agree so much. I mean, t- think about all the headspace it takes, right? And energy zapping, right? You're, you're in the whatever, the uh, I forgot what it's called. That the work Breaking. you do. Thank you. You're in the energy space, right? And the energy suck and zap of doing online ads and marketing and campaigns and funnels and tracking it all. Some people are wired for that, but if you're not Startup Nation, it will zap you. So what is that worth to you, right? What's that financial cost? And if you could give it to one of these power partners and bless them, and then they bless you back tenfold, come on. Like, so I, I really want you, Startup Nation, um, to take those notes and ask yourself the question, who are the power partners that I can partner up with right now in my circle? Who are these people that are already working with my ideal avatar, my ideal clients? They're doing something different but complementary. How, how much do I need to offer them? And if you don't know, do what uh, Molly's coach did and ask them specifically, hey, would $500 do it for you? No, 700, no, 1,000, okay, let's go. Start sending them to me and watch your business turn around. I really suspect it might. All right, Molly, what's been the number one um, biggest, well, the biggest mistake uh, that you've made in this business to date and how do we avoid it? Hmm. Shiny object syndrome. For me, it's been it where I paid people to do my marketing for me. Um, meaning like I use Facebook ads as an example. 
back at before the little bit before the pandemic, but absolutely when the pandemic hit and people panicked by and large about what's this new frontier going to look like, um, all worried about all leads drying up, et cetera. I have been in the place where I've written checks for Facebook ads and I've trusted the experts, so to speak, to be like, this should be the messaging. You know, I read a Dan Kennedy book or a Frank Kern book or what have you, which I love all those people, but, um, and they're phenomenal and genius, but it, the tonality and the messaging didn't resonate with me. And one of the greatest definitions I've ever heard of resentment is it's self-abandonment, meaning that I knew in my soul, this messaging felt salesy, it felt wonky, it felt dirty, it felt, it just didn't resonate with my audience, but I abandoned myself because these were the quote unquote experts. Mm. And so really, I would say the biggest mistake that I made was not pushing back in a honest, well-respectful way and questioning um, people that I was paying so often. And I don't know about you or any of your listeners, but early on, I've been in business now for 14 years. And in the beginning, it was sort of, you know, just winging it. And now that I'm sitting here and getting, investing in a tremendous amount in coaching, Um, which is a sidebar, I would highly recommend if you are in business that you do have some level of accountability and consequence and direction to keep you, your feet held to your dreams, sometimes in spite of yourself. Uh, Because it wasn't until I went even truly just as soon as last week, I almost fell for the trap again, where I'm like, okay, I'm freaking out a little bit. My leads are drying up. I have this big, big dream of launching this digital program where come hell or high water, I'm generating 150 grand a month off of this program. That's my first level dream for that. And um, I, again, fell into the trap of I need to do Facebook ads. And so I say to all of you, really, truly, until you have the basics down, where you have a solid referral network, where you are constantly nurturing and spending time with them, et cetera. And she said to me, not until you hit this 150, are you spending any money? I'm not letting you do it. You're going to do it the old way. You're going to put your heart and soul into it, and you're going to focus on relationships. So I say that was the biggest mistake I consistently make. If I look over the past 14 years, and it wasn't probably until about the past, I don't know, eight or 10 years that I started when digital started really getting some legs on it that I started throwing checks at people. I'd make some money and then I'd be like, okay, you got to invest back into your business. And then I would throw it towards paid advertising. And then, and then, and I'm not saying paid advertising doesn't work because it absolutely does. But for me, I, in hindsight, realized that I was trying to have that do the work for me because I didn't, I was quote unquote too busy or didn't have a time to invest in the relationships. And every single time I learned it the hard way, it's not an either or it's an and, but first and foremost, you have to make certain that in your time template, in your calendar, that you have dedicated time for relationship building period end of story. I think this is so good. This is a great reminder for all of us startup nation that when you make some good money in your business, rather than invest it back into the business, which all the experts tell you to invest it back into your relationships. 
Mm. What if you invested all that money back into your relationships and just rekindle that flame that then they go and refer you more business, right? And it, and it just becomes this phenomenal uh, experience of growing a business by growing your relationships. Mm. Like just focused on the business and knowing, uh, sorry, focused on the relationships and the people and knowing that the business will just happen. The, the revenue will come in. So Molly, thank you. Great reminder. Uh, great show today. Uh, what are your top three tips and strategies for Startup Nation right now um, that they could go implement maybe this week or this month for their business? Uh, it could be universal principles or specifically what we're speaking of. I say, number one, get yourself a coach. I mentioned that earlier, but I cannot say enough about that. My recommendation, this is what my mentor always told me, interview three people before you make a decision. So always do that. Find three different people through your networks, what have you. Find people that are successful and ask them who ask them who's helping them. I'd be happy to share any resources if everybody that has to be non-negotiable where you're writing a check every single month to someone that kind of makes you want to get you get queasy about it there has to be a healthy level of fear around that where you're like oh my goodness and there's so many books that you can read about your mindset um, around money and what have you around that number two is unwavering non-negotiable that you have a calendar that has all your planning laid out. I have a weekly self-management meeting with myself where I go through my calendar. I do a complete audit of my calendar the week prior, the week in front of me, and the month at a glance. So I had my coach always says this to me, if I was to audit your calendar right now, what would it tell me about your commitment to your vision and your future? What activities on your calendar? And so every single week, even today in the morning, when I look, I do a quick audit of my calendar. You know, it's really interesting because I'm like, man, people would be so jealous of this calendar. I'm uh, 80%, if not 90% of my calendar is 100%. Every activity is dedicated towards my future goals my future vision, either short-term money, long-term money, or short-term opportunity, long-term opportunity. So you have to make certain that at least 80% of your calendar are peak performance activities. Number three, I would say, is delegate and hire. So when you take a look at your calendar, and if you're looking at stuff that absolutely suck the life out of you, like energy is real. That's one resource that people don't measure. They measure time, they measure money, but they never measure energy. And that's why I went and got myself as a certified Reiki master. I don't practice it. I'm not a healing. I don't do any of that. But for a lot of it is just to pay attention to what I'm feeling. If I'm resenting what's on my calendar, people are delegating back up to me. It's again, an investment. When you hire someone, there's automatic accountability for you to stop complaining that you're too busy and you don't have time because now you've just hired someone to take the lower level, lower vibration activities off of you so you can level up. And that's the greatest accountability because you're like, oh boy, I'm paying this person $2 an hour or $20 an hour or whatever it is, depending if they're offshore, in-house, out, you know, 1099, what have you. And then if you have a daily huddle meeting with them, and that's kind of, I'll add a fourth or a 3.2, 
Make sure you have a daily huddle with them every single day. What are your top three for the day? Here's my top three for the day. And just treating it like a locker room huddle before you go on that Super Bowl playing field. Because at the end of the day, the only reason, in my opinion, that anybody becomes successful at anything they want, whether it's building a seven-figure business or your first 100 or whatever it might be, is accountability. When you have accountability, there's absolutely positively no way you will not reach your goals. Preach, Molly, preach. All right. So, Molly, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Think of it like a game show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about owning your own business? Uh, financial and mental freedom. What's your least favorite thing? uh, managing employees. (laughs) Yeah. I believe we're all struggling, uh, with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. What are you currently struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? Uh, professionally, what I'm struggling with is birthing this next book that I'm putting out there and really going for it big time and put myself into uncomfortable situations. Like, TED Talks, getting on, I have dreams of being on the Today Show and going full press PR with my new book. All right. Speaking of that, what are you most afraid of? Oh, being exposed and, uh, and, and the comments from the haters. Yeah, got it. We all wrestle with this. Imposter syndrome. Yes. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? administrative stuff. I was a slave to my email and responding to every single request that came in in real time for fear that somebody would talk back to me or I'd miss the sales. Yeah, got it. What secret fear do you have about people? A secret fear that I have about people is that they won't do what they say they're going to do and they're going to disappoint me or not deliver and then it's going to be a reflection on me as a business owner making dis- bold decisions. Good answer. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? To trust myself, to trust my intuition. Yeah. What's a new habit you're going to create this year? A uh, new habit that I'm going to create this year is uh posting to LinkedIn every single day um, and really but not outside my social media and being really trip but doing a daily tip uh, for employers. Nice. What's a bad habit you're going to break? The snooze button. The snooze button. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard news. I was like, okay. Probably no. both though. <laughs> the snooze uh, button. What's uh, pick three words to describe who you are now? Intense, committed, compassionate. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Uh, fearful. Um, a yes chick. <laughs> and um, lack. Uh, um, is this a word? Uh, lack of con- unconfident? Yeah. Yeah. Lacking confidence for sure. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and only give them one piece of advice about success, real success, what would you say to them? Feel the fear and do it anyways. 
feel the fear, Startup Nation, and do it anyway. All right, Molly, this is the part of the show where you get to give Startup Nation, my audience, a homework assignment for the week. What do they need to do? One action to take this week to grow their business, their income, their impact. Set your timer for 30 minutes and do an audit of your calendar. Look at what you spent the last month doing. And if you can, jog your memory and just do a brain dump. Look at what's on your calendar in your to-do list for this week and the month to follow. And circle or highlight with a highlighter what lights you up and has a healthy level of fear to it, whether recording videos or doing whatever to build your business. And then put a big red X mark around the stuff that absolutely sucks the life out of you that you have to do, not from a place because it's fearful and it's the unknown, but from a place that you know it's not wholly aligned with getting you to your place, your goals and your vision. And it's really, truly now beneath you to do that. You can delegate that and give it to someone else. Okay. Startup Nation. Molly says, go audit your calendar today. Schedule 30 minutes and audit that sucker. Have a highlighter in one hand and a red marker in the other and get to work. All right, Startup Nation. If you enjoy the show, go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and write an honest review now. And if I like what you write, I'll shout it out live on the show. Now, Molly, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? What do you got? Easiest ways, go to our website, uh, hiringandempowering.com, and you can opt in. We dropped a a new Value Bomb podcast every Tuesday, a blog every Thursday. We've been blogging since 2008, and um, you can download our book there if you're struggling with your first hire or your next hire called Entrepreneurs in the Entrepreneur's World, How to Get Your Employees to Step Up and Lead. Yeah, step up employees or step out. Let's go. All right, Molly McGrath, uh, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction, be done with the medications, be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. 
you can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.